Hey everyone, South Korean K-pop group BTS has arrived in Las Vegas, and as I recently learned, they're kind of a big deal. The four shows they're playing at Allegiant Stadium over the next couple of weekends all sold out in pre-sale within 90 minutes. Allegiant Stadium. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, our producers Sonia Cho Swanson and Layla Mohammed school me on why BTS coming to Las Vegas is so huge and why it matters. It's Thursday, April 7th, 2022. I'm your host, David Figler, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Layla, welcome. Hi, David. Sonia, good to see you. Hey. All right. Las Vegas has gone BTS crazy, and I, I, I'm at the end. I just don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. So who is BTS? Help me out here. BTS is a music group coming out of South Korea that debuted in 2013. They started out as a hip-hop group and they've evolved into this like international music sensation that does almost every genre. Not only are they in Vegas for four sold-out shows at Allegiant Stadium, which has 65,000 seats, but they're also here for permission to dance the city, which is this unprecedented citywide takeover. So obviously they must have a lot of fans, um, and they really prioritize their fans, which is one of the many reasons why they are so popular. Um, And their fans are called ARMY. And their official color is purple. And that's probably why you've been seeing a lot of purple in Vegas this month. I, I think City Hall changed their color to purple in yeah. honor yeah. of BTS. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Sonia, tell me, what yeah. what else do I need to know about global sensation out of South Korea BTS? I actually, so I lived in South Korea for about seven years, but but left before they really became huge, huge. I'm pretty new to it myself. I've been doing some research, but I think Layla is the is the real expert on on BTS. So so BTS stands for Bangtan Sonyadan, which uh, roughly translates to the Bulletproof Boy Scouts. I think that's a pretty clever name, but BTS is what they go by, and BTS is who they are. Yes. Ha- have I heard their songs and not realized it, and where would I have heard them? So you've probably heard them on the radio or in any public building that you've walked into recently. They really hit the scene with Dynamite in 2020. They wanted to provide an upbeat single to lift everyone's joys during the pandemic, and that took the world by storm so you've probably heard dynamite recently their um most popular single has been butter and they just performed it at the grammys in vegas um this past weekend oh there you go so now it's starting to ring a bell Mm -hmm. oh yeah i love butter yes (laughs) so good so catchy so smooth (laughs) so smooth So, BTS fans, now, the the typical, if there is, a typical BTS fan, are they tilting a little younger? Um, it, you know, Las Vegas does encourage uh, adult behavior, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that reserve for people 21 and over, gambling, yeah. drinking, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, are the BTS fans coming to Las Vegas or who are here in Las Vegas 
are, are they going to have an impact on our economy still? Or is this just sort of uh, BTS only revenue? I think it'll definitely have an impact on our economy still. BTS just did in December four shows at SoFi Stadium, and those turned out great. Still brought in a lot of revenue for the Los Angeles community. The BTS fans do skew younger depending on what demographic you're looking at. If you're looking at older artists, then their fans are going to be older. But BTS, they're um, younger men, so their fans tend to be younger. My niece got me into them. Um, But I've met recently a lot of adult armies and Jewel Nightclub is actually doing an after party all four days of the concert. So there's definitely a market for older BTS fans. And I think Vegas will be surprised at how much money they come to spend in the city. I'm hoping that the casinos in Las Vegas releases something on how much money that they brought in once they're gone. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, we'll be looking out for them. From what I can tell, right, the Army's like pretty inclusive, right, yeah. Layla? I mean, they, there's a culture of inclusivity, mm-hmm. openness, mm-hmm. all ages, all races. Like, what's your impression, Layla? Yeah, definitely all ages, all races, very inclusive fan group. I definitely am an Army. I think I would be considered a baby Army. I've only been in the fandom, I suppose, for a year. I've encountered so many different people that don't even fit the stereotype of people saying like, oh, they're all teenagers or, oh, they're all tweens um, whose parents are buying their tickets. And that would be kind of crazy if there's a whole bunch of tweens coming to Las Vegas whose parents bought them tickets to spend however long in um, in the adult playground of the U.S., So they've been around about nine years and, you know, it it seems like their popularity and their influence and their impact is, is growing with each, you know, new year of them being around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They've definitely grown a lot in their nine years of being together. A couple of years ago, Time Magazine said that they had like over 40 million fans and we've seen their fans use their power in numbers to donate. And one of the things that BTS is big about is social change. And even in their music, they push for social change and they are very vocal about it. BTS talked about Stop Asian Hate. They're youth ambassadors to the UN. Um, And one of the big things that they did in 2020, they donated a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. And within 24 hours of them tweeting that, armies matched the donation. So it's a testament to how powerful this fan base is. And and that's really where I first you know, became aware of this phenomenon is that, you know, all these BTS fans reserved tickets for a Trump Mm -hmm. rally and then didn't show. And so it came up empty. And, you know, that was a real interesting aspect of the power of a concerted group like that. Sonia can speak more on their cultural impact because they've had a huge cultural impact of When you get into BTS, you kind of learn a lot about Korean culture. And I was not aware of a lot of stuff that they taught me that they opened my eyes to um, in South Korea and the South Korean culture. I think it's interesting that Layla mentioned that she learned so much about Korean culture because I think that BTS is kind of like the tip of the iceberg, right? There is a big economic machine driving Mm -hmm. K-pop behind the scenes. 
it actually drives a lot of of money and income itself. I think the Korean Development Institute said that for every $100 of income brought in by cultural content, whether that's a K-drama or K-pop, it brings in $248 worth of income in other things like, you know, products and um, merchandise and fashion. So it drives all this like economic interest in Korea. There's been a long history of the Korean South Korean government investing in cultural products like K-dramas, K-pop, but also what they're now kind of dubbing K-food, K-beauty, K-fashion, creating the environment for these these, um, cultural products to really thrive. And that's all part and parcel of something called Hallyu or Korean wave. And that is when these Korean dramas, Korean pop, K-pop, Um, Korean fashion kind of took the rest of the world by storm. And K-pop has kind of been at the heart of that. It's a big, big, big force. Yeah, Sonia, I think it'd be really interesting to give some context about the rise of K-pop. And like now we're seeing BTS top the global charts and top billboard charts. So like, how did that come about? K-pop History, I guess if you want to go back to like the 90s, kind of starts with this guy named Sateji, who had a band called Sateji and the Boys. Um, and it it was um, kicked off during this era when K-pop stars were competing on these TV shows to become like the next big idol group. And out of that came this like tradition of massively popular Korean pop. Uh, so So K-pop's first really big break was in 2009 when Wonder Girls broke the Billboard 100 with their song Nobody. And then in 2012, you get Psy's Gangnam Style, which I think you know, David. Uh, hearing this kind of phenom of K-pop and and then uh, all the other stuff that you're talking about um, started just showing up here and there in the pop culture. And as a you know professed fan of pop culture, I I like to see what it's all about or immerse myself in it or at least be able to make reference to it mm-hmm. uh, and and figure out what the context is. And so this is really helpful to me to kind of understand where this BTS is coming from. Yeah. So Layla, I. You know, I'm going to confess, I was trying to listen to some BTS before we started talking about it, just to see if there was something that I could latch on to. And while none of the songs per se really like grabbed my heart, I I will say that there were elements of it that were recognizable and interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't immediately want to turn it off as they do with some genres. And so, you know, you talked about they come from hip hop and they've kind of evolved. And I I, I saw that, but... Maybe tell me a little bit more about their roots, their hip hop roots, mm-hmm. for instance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, to my to my knowledge, they started off as a hip hop group, and you could see that in their style when they first came onto the scene. Um, and I'd be remiss to not mention um, the cultural appropriation as a black. BTS fan um and I see this online a lot of black BTS fans have this go through this reckoning of can we like them and I I in my opinion I think we can but when they first came out they were 
heavily appropriating black culture um, with their hip hop music and just their styles mainly. And since then, I think they have taken a lot of criticism and learned from it and learned a lot about black culture and what they were doing wrong. And they've since apologized for it, educated themselves. And I think you can see that in their approach to music now and their approach to the culture now. Um, It's much more of a respectful approach. But they're a third generation K-pop group. And the fourth one is coming out now. You can see that this newer fourth generation has learned a lot from what BTS has gone through because you don't see as much cultural appropriation with the newer K-pop groups coming out. So I think that has been um, a huge learning point for them and for their fans to see them learn from that and take that into consideration. And so I think that is one of the real appeals of BTS is that they strive to do better and they work hard and it comes across in their performance and their music and in how they present themselves to the world and their fans. Yeah, I mean, it really is about the energy and it's really interesting to hear about the the sort of evolution of thought and the mindfulness of impact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to remain uncynical because I just see the joy it brings so many people yes. and, and that's great. Yeah, and that's a big thing that their fans hold on to is the just the joy that they bring. The amount of content that they put out for their fans is kind of ridiculous. You could probably be a BTS fan for 10 plus years and still not get through the amount of content that they have released. They're yeah. Um, and it's like it's a testament to how hard they work. And so I I encourage you, David, and anyone trying to mm-hmm. see what BTS is about or um, see who they are to let them put a smile on your face. Let them make you yeah. groove to some um, music that you might not be able to understand the lyrics. But I I can assure you that they're mainly positive and if they're not positive they're hating on their haters <laughs> hating on their haters for those of us who are living in Las Vegas and we're seeing this BTS f- you know fever fervor and fever happening but we didn't get tickets to Elysian Stadium to go see them what are we going to do to partake in the BTS mania how can uh, people enjoy the the BTS phenom in while it's in Las Vegas without actually attending the concert. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on if you want to partake in BTS being in Vegas. This unprecedented festival they're doing includes dozens of events citywide. Um, there is a Area 15 pop up that's like this really cool immersive BTS museum. The Bellagio Water Fountain is dancing to BTS music. There's a cafe with a Michelin star chef serving um, South Korean cuisine at Mandalay Bay. There's going to be after parties at Jewel Nightclub at the Aria for 21 and up. If you can't attend the concerts at Allegiant Stadium, you can go see a live stream at MGM Grand Garden Arena where the Grammys were. So you can actually watch the concert with ARMY and they'll be selling official merchandise there. HYBE, BTS's company while they're here, is doing a talent search. So you really get can get the sense of how global BTS and their company have become. They're doing something that is 
has never been done before. And there's no other artist who has really taken over a whole city. Some people take over Vegas and they just do a club night. This is truly a citywide takeover. And the ones I mentioned are just the official events that you can look up on BTS's websites or their company, social media. Um, And there's a bunch of fan events that are also going on that fans have organized. That is amazing. All right. Well, I'm hoping that we have room in the podcast to maybe drop uh, a couple of uh, BTS snippets, some songs, so everyone else can kind of enjoy what the city of Las Vegas is embracing Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, And if there's a lot of, well, you know, uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter, uh, we'll maybe send you a link to my band because (laughs) I, I want to be in this conversation. Okay. I I really, I will get you in front of Hybe. Yes. Yes. If they're listening. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, I'd like Uh to give a shout out to at BTS Vegas and at BTS Army Las Vegas on Twitter. They have been instrumental in not only helping secure tickets for my niece and I, but also helping me connect to the local Army community. Um, And you can check out at BTS Army Las Vegas on Twitter for a full April calendar of BTS events that are official and fan organized. So you can really experience the borification of Las Vegas. Wild. All right. Borification translation is purpleification. Ah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there you go. So BTS Army, welcome to Las Vegas. And BTS Curious, like myself, who are out there, hopefully we gave you a little bit more information on why this phenom is a phenom and why City of Las Vegas is turning purple. I enjoyed our conversation, guys. Me too. Um, I hope we could do this more mm-hmm. with things that I don't know about, and I'll look forward to that. Yes. Sonia Cho Swanson, Layla Muhammad, producers of CityCast Las Vegas, thanks for coming on to the podcast today and explaining something that needed to be explained. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Boraje Las Vegas (laughs) Okay, it's time for a little news Hey guys, it's Sonia again So a new workforce report tells us what the 10 most in-demand jobs in Las Vegas are No surprise, most of them have to do with software or engineering And also, uh, interestingly enough, veterinarians. Next up, remember how backed up Nevada's unemployment system got during the pandemic? Well, it's starting to bottleneck again, mostly due to new staffing shortages. People are once again waiting longer for their benefits, just in time for rising inflation and crazy high rental costs. And that's a wrap for the week here on CityCast Las Vegas. Our lead producer is Sonia Cho Swanson, and our producer is Layla Muhammad. Newsletter editor is Scott Dickensheets, and our host is me, David Figler. Music by OG Moose. Did you like the show? Please tell a friend. You could also give us some stars, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back in your feeds on Tuesday morning with more news from beautiful, sunny, and currently purple Las Vegas. Have a good weekend, y'all.
Well, BTS is a K-pop sensation. Um, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're already starting. You're starting on rough territory here. So, okay. okay. I'm just going to pause and hit continue. Mm-hmm. BTS is a K-pop sensation. BTS is... Please continue. (laughs) 